Three, two, one. Action. Oh, what's this again? Oh, I can Go start ahead. now. I can start now. Make I can it do an three, Oh. Two, <laughs> one. Action. Action. Oh. Three, two, <laughs> one. Action. Hello, and welcome to the Three. Hazardous Casual oh, wait, Podcast. Did we start? <laughs> I think we're about to start. It might be after action. My name is Matt. I am one of your hosts and your GM, your game master. Yeah, it's good to be back. We're here, going to be playing some some tabletop role-playing games. We're excited to be recording again. And uh, yeah, we've got the whole cast, well, except for Jordan. Jordan's still, he's still taking a little bit of break. And so we have Seth and Gavin, and Donovan, all those yahoos here. And uh, yeah, if you want to get in touch with the, the, the podcast, you can email us at hazardouscasuals at gmail.com. You can check us out on our Twitter or our Podbean page, and all that information is in our show notes. So you guys ready to get into this? Do we have any Yahoo. do we have any updates on our characters that we need to handle? I think we handled quite a bit last time, but did anybody purchase anything or are we all saving our XP? Yeah, I took I took another in hits. I, I just I've missed for two two sessions straight on every attack. So oh I've, I've now have a, I, by that that third yellow finally and in, in my uh melee light. Gotcha. Okay, so you took another melee light range for Leah. All right, nice. Yeah, man, I I feel bad for you, Gavin. You, you you've had some rough sessions. Bad miss, rules. miss, miss. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't remember what I did with my experience. <laughs> <laughs> Seth's computer crashed. <laughs> it it did. Um, thankfully, thankfully, our dear GM had the forethought to ask for a copy of our character sheets. See, so I I didn't entirely lose that, but. I don't know what I did. Do I need to send you a, like a picture of your of your character sheet? I pulled it off the email I'd sent you. Oh, okay, cool. All right, awesome. So, yeah, I've I've got it on my phone now. Oh, nice. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna have to be really squinty to make sure I can read all the fine print I've got on here. Pinch and blow it up. Yep. <laughs> oh man. All right. So, anything else? Any any other improvements? Um. I will say, if any of the fans listening want to help in me, I help me in my journey of buying a new computer. They can they can contact me at the Hazardous Casuals email. I'll give you suggestions. Sure, or <laughs> or money, or, or money. Oh, oh, great! Are we have we made it to this point in our podcasting careers? Now we're asking our fans for for money. We're only three years away. We're only a lifetime away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to cut out the middle guy. You know, we don't need to do this whole Patreon thing. Hey, just just <laughs> just send, just away, send me directly to us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who needs Patreon? They take a they take a profit anyway. All right. Well, let's. Uh, Leo, do we have a a uh, do we have any any ads from the the ad board? Any any advertisement? Yeah. yeah oh. Let me get let me get let me spin it up for you. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, hello there. <laughs> I'm Buddy. Buddy Lit, but you can call me Bud Lit. <laughs> now, I didn't go to school, so I ain't got none of that there education. And, uh, well, I ain't got none of, ma- none of that magic stuff other than being able to, to, to turn off a candle from across the room if I blow real hard. <laughs> uh, they tell me it's not magic, but I think it is. 
Well, what I do know, me and my wife, Natty, <laughs> we know hops and we know moths. So next time you're in a bar in any major city in he- this hero area, stop by and ask for one of the Bud Lit's originals. That's all. Bud Lit. You'll like it, maybe. <laughs> Bud Lit. <laughs> and and Nat- was her name Natty? His, his wife, Natty. Natty? Natty Light? <laughs> natty natty lit <laughs> natty, it's natty lit yeah natty lit uh, <laughs> last we left our heroes they discovered that the necromancer named Merix that they had fought in the forgotten city was attempting to open a chest that contained a shard of nightbringer an ancient evil sword used during the great war they also learned that Merix the necromancer was planning to assault the great dwarven city of Dol Gordul. This was concerning because the dwarves were protecting another shard of Nightbringer. Makra, Leo, and Kachi said goodbye to Ruby, Raytheon, and Morty and began to make their way towards the great dwarven city of Dol Gordul. They crossed over the Silvertip Mountains next to the Emerald Falls and discovered that they had entered into Centaur territory. Before they could discuss if the Centaurs would be hostile, they were attacked by plague worms. It seemed that these worms were infecting the ground around them and killing the forest. They were able to quickly dispatch the worms and then realized that they had been surrounded by a centaur hunting party. And that's where we pick up our story. Part of me really wish that now the centaurs would sound just like Shrek. What are you doing in my swamp? What are you doing in my swamp? <laughs> uh, Leo, <laughs> wait, wait. What was it exactly that we ended with last time? You, you held up a dwarven, or I was holding up some dwarven uh, whiskey, and you were like, "It's straight from a dwarves' teats or something like that." And then the uh, that's centaur- right. It's straight from the dwarven teats. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what you said. Yep, that is exactly exactly what you said. You said something about dwarven teats and uh one of the centaurs uh actually the centaur to the left and a little bit behind the uh the leader centaur at least looks like uh spat on the ground and and raised his spear. In the awkward silence that kind of follows, I'm going to be uh uh kind of unsure they've understood me, so I'm going to make like suckling uh, motions with my face. <laughs> Please don't. Please no. Do you no, guys no. remember when Kachi had high skill and cunning? I wonder what happened with that. <laughs> Those were the days. Yeah, they just, just look at you guys. Uh, Leo, Leo sees the posturing. You know, Wheel and Dealer says and says, "Well, if you guys don't want that, I've got this jerky and anything to help us I, uh, pass through safely. We we just I called you here to respect your forest." If it helps any, the jerky is from nowhere near a dwarven teat. Can we can we drop the dwarven teats, please, Kaji? You don't let me have any fun. Have we brought that up in the group yet? Yeah, as you guys are standing here, about you notice that that uh, the centaurs keep coming, and uh, you've got about ten centaurs in this area, sort of not surrounding you, but surrounding you. Sort of. Uh, most of them don't have their weapons, I would say, drawn or in an aggressive stance. They're sort of looking towards uh, the captain or the leader at this point. And he, I think he asked you again, like, 
What are you doing in our forest, our domain? We're simply passing through. We, we know of an attack that's going to hit the city to the east. We just need to get there as fast as possible to just save lives. That's all. That's the only reason why we would hurry through your forest. We want to do so as respectfully as possible. Walker is nodding along, trying to. Yes, yeah, yes. Trying yes. to go along. If I said, yes, we just want to help. We try to be respectful. I'm not going to talk about dwarven teats. <laughs> and uh, why? Will... Well, go ahead. Uh, I will say, as they kind of close in around, Kachi's going to kind of shy away backwards from them a little bit. <laughs> um, okay, these, these, uh, this is a uh, no horse safety zone, if possible. Uh, not to say you are horses, but uh, it's kind of a thing with me. <laughs> Please don't step on my tail. Hey, Kachi, uh, you know how you enjoy being called a cat or being referenced to a cat? Zip it. I'm not a big fan of this situation. I'm kind of losing it, man. Oh, I am sorry that our appearance disturbs you. Do you have a fear of our kind? I, I have a fear of uh, uh, things that are hoof-like stomping on my tail or bitey. Anything <laughs> bitey, though, not that you would bite. Oh, man, I'm starting to freak out a little bit. Just, you know, keep a little space. Uh, nothing to see here. <laughs> he he raises his hand and um a couple, uh, they sort of disperse a little bit. You know they're there. They sort of just sort of like back up and mailed into the woods. Um, you can still hear them like as they like walk back into the woods a little bit. You know that they're probably still there. They're just trying to give you space. That was a big cat. It was a big cat. <laughs> We've never seen one of those before. It was a talking cat. Now we're making centaurs just stupid. Just stupid at this point. <laughs> no, just inexperienced in the ways of the wider world outside of the forest. Okay. Why should we help the dwarves? They have not helped us. They have not sent aid to us when we ask for it. They have stood by tinkering with their machines, digging in their minds while our children and our people die. That sounds awful, but they're also between you and an army of goblins that are going to attack them. If they get through them, won't they come straight to you? You're next, aren't you? Are we? We have nothing here. We have no treasure that they would want. I assume goblins seek treasure like dwarves. You know there's nothing around here except maybe the shadow hold. And, you know, uh, tunneling poisonous worm-like things with, like, poison cysts on them. So delightful. Yes, they are a plague in our land. And they have been killing many of our people. Well, perhaps you don't need to help them out. And just worry about us, uh, respectful travelers, just seeking passage through. Our orders are to let no passers through. Our borders are closed. Order of the chief. Well, that's perfect. Uh, who, who are we? I mean, I am nobody. I'm just Kachi. Have any of you heard of me? Specifically, I am no one. So your orders are to let no one through, correct? He, <laughs> he smiles. And, and nods. I, I I like you. You are very clever. You like you like you like him. Oh, this has never happened before. I say. Well, his 
His joke was a little off-colored, but giving the odd circumstance, our people in the past have had very pleasant relations with the dwarven people of Dol Gordul, but as of late, they have helped us very sparingly. Well, perhaps in honor of the times that they've been your friends, you can honor that time and let us through, and uh, we can let them know you were you were supportive of us to further shame them for them not helping you. Ah, uh, yes, I would be pleased with shaming them. However, I must uh, obey the orders of our chief. Uh, if you want to make a, a charm check. At this point, you can try and charm this guy um, into sort of giving you guys passage. Uh, is there any way can like I I've come bearing nego- like like items? Is there any way this can be a negotiation rather than a charm? I mean, what are you what are you trying to give him? Ale and beef jerky, dwarven ale at that, and beef jerky. <laughs> well, I'm I'm wondering if we can negotiate some terms to where maybe it's not just. It's not free passage, but they escort us through their land. So, yeah. like, we're basically under an, an armed guard, so to speak, going through their property. Yeah. So they know. Maybe there's some way we can negotiate those kinds of terms. Yeah, I'm not trying to just friend. I'm like, I am trying to figure out how to get respectfully through. You're gonna have to offer them something more than yes. beef jerky and 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 whiskey. Well, then what the heck was our? Uh... Our board check for last session. Oh, was... you 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 got it, but you <laughs> you offered them beef jerky. That's not the kind of meat they want. <laughs> You're oh. uh, okay. Let me put it this way: You're talking about offering. Think about it this way: Would you go to a king and offer a king of a realm a satchel of beef jerky and some ale that? Of people that I, they hate. I am not in front of a king. I'm in front of a uh, a guard. I, I I get that, but he is reporting. Basically, he's telling you that he answers to the chieftain, and the chieftain has set the rules. Now, you guys would want to probably try and bless the chieftain rather than the commander, because or you could try the commander, but I'm I'm trying to help you out here. There, he's he's strictly following the orders of his his chieftain. The ruler okay. of this, this wood. This I wonder forest. if we can offer our services as adventurers in helping to yeah. knock out some of these worms that have been plaguing his people. In fact, we could in offer exchange for passage. Like, uh, what two or three of them? Very recently, we already wow. yeah we already killed three. Do they know that? I, I mean, assume they can see the corpses hanging out behind us. Like I'm, yeah. At no point was Leo trying to rest on the, his uh, his winning smile and. No, I get that. Okay. Broad, right. sensual, sinewy shoulders. <laughs> All right, you guys make a case for negotiation. I uh, come up with what you want to say to him. I, I you guys gonna, we're just kind of all huddling together right offer. now. Offer, yeah. <laughs> so we were like, like huddled over. We got our heads all together. I, I, okay, we should say that we're hoping to negotiate passage for some kind of trade that would benefit us all. They just said that they're having trouble. Maybe it's something we can help out with. Especially if it's on the way through their land, if they'd be willing to give us some kind of an armed escort through their territory and we help them eliminate, say, a, a worm nest, if there's such a thing. I think that would make sense. Yeah, a worm nest. Ugh. 
Okay. Yeah, you could find some oats, some, you know, something oh. for them that they would prefer. And, yeah. Oh. And we can find you a ball of yarn along the way. It'll be great. Yeah. Oh, see, you messed up there. I love yarn. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, ca- captain, are, are you a captain? Yes. Um, my name is Leo. Uh, Leo Thundershield. Uh, we're, you know, if maybe the dwarves haven't helped you out in the past, but maybe if you take us through, we can help in some way on our way through and make this place better than when we found it. Hmm. So you're seeking safe passage or an escort through our borders in exchange for helping us with this abomination. Yes, or or something else you might need that we could perhaps help with. We're we're not freeloaders. We're willing to do our part. He thinks uh, for a moment, and in the, um, in the background, Makra is like kind of slyly gesturing towards the worms they've already killed. <laughs> does, I, um, we does, are uh, we are greatly appreciative of how you have already killed these worms. Um. That is very kind of you, and granted, it may have only been in self-preservation, but some people would just rather run than deal with this problem. Yes, we we came down from uh, the Forgotten City of Aldor. We uh, had quite a skirmish in the castle. Oh, you say that, and a couple of the centaurs, like, stir and look towards each other, and they sort of back up a little bit. You've come from the Cursed City. We fought there. Uh, we yeah, were there. I, I wouldn't have mentioned that. No, one. no, no, no. They, you, no, you can kind of sense. You kind of sense like an uh, a feeling of like they seem impressed. That place sucked. We had to fight a uh, what was it? A giant <laughs> dragon, an undead king, uh, some sort of bearded dragon. Uh, wait, demon <laughs> had just been there. Uh, there were wizard fights. Uh, I think I had some sort of rash at one point. It was crazy. Mm. Plus gargoyles. But th- this is how we know about the goblins that are about to march down the Dogodor. His lieutenant looks like, steps up and goes, Our chieftain will not suffer these dwarf lovers to... And he raises his hand like to... And the lieutenant immediately backs off. All right, so make make me a check. Uh, this is going to be, I think you've negotiated. I think that's, that is like you offering to help them is definitely going to get you somewhere. So I think with that, you can even add a boost die. The difficulty is going to be two purple, one red, and two black die. Oh, jeez. It's a tough, it's a tough one. You say two black? Mm-hmm. Man, if only... Someone named Catchy had taken some kind of benefit to help me in social interactions, <laughs> if only. But okay. Maybe, perhaps Catchy was waiting for a, a good moment for, uh, you know, some sort of helpful remark. <laughs> and we all we all turned towards the camera and kind of had a moment. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. What's your helpful remark? Uh, well, while, while uh, Leo is, is busy trying to respond to that, I'm going to uh, just kind of talk and be like, besides, if... Uh, if we are the adventurers we claim to be, surely there'd be some one-upsmanship for uh, yeah, these mighty centaurs being the one to help us through, rather than those those stingy dwarves there squatting wherever they are, I assume, on some <laughs> throne or something. All honor would be to you in that sense. 
he smiles. All right, make the check. Now you do have you do have three uh, story points. What does the what does the helpful mark uh, get me? Plus two advantage. No, wait, wait, okay. yeah, no, yeah, two advantage. Yeah, oh, two, two advantage. advantage. Okay, let's yeah. throw that in there. Symbol one two and roll. I succeed with uh, four threats, but three successes. Three successes and four threats. A lot of threat. Hmm. A lot of success. <laughs> a lot of threat. A lot of success. Hmm. I wonder how this is going to shake up. Very threateningly. Right. We will let you have safe passage. However, we will send an escort with you. We believe that the source is coming from the southeast. Possibly from Westcliff. However, they have been plagued with these abominations as well. Our chieftain will not let you go through the entire forest. You will need to make your way towards Westcliff. However, I will send my people to guard you, keep you safe, and to make sure that you do not stray too far into the forest. I will need something to placate my chieftain. He is not one to suffer, as my lieutenant said, dwarf lovers, at least at this time. I think, if I remember right, at one point, Makra had used that... He, he did a draw from this bag and gotten a, an item. It's like a bronze nose. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. you got... <laughs> I forgot about that. I don't <laughs> remember what helpful? it does. It I does mean, it's just a bronze nose. <laughs> it doesn't have That's anything. All it is. It. Just a bronze nose. Yeah, I when I got it, you didn't give me any stats for it. I thought I thought it might have something. I mean, I thought I had. There's some things that I put on there that was like, oh, let's let's be funny and do this with it. I'm pretty sure I got a let's be funny and <laughs> just to have a bronze nose. You got a bronze nose. Let me let me look through my character sheet quick. Let me let me look. N O S E nose. I know. Let's give him a shard of the. Oh the, yeah, uh, no, a brass prosthetic nose yeah. plus yeah. yeah one boost to all perception uh, checks. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, hey. it helps you with smelling. It's a brass. It's a enchanted brass prosthetic nose. I didn't know it was enchanted. <laughs> I just I just thought it was a brass prosthetic. I mean, nose. you could give it to him. <laughs> Uh, I mean, hey, I haven't been using nah, it. So far, so. Let's just give him a shard of the Nightbringer. You know that blade that you, somebody you don't have that. One. Yeah, Nightbringer. No, that's no. what it was. Uh, Nightbringer. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me that earlier? I found <laughs> it while you're talking. Uh, Nightbringer. Yes. Um, so I mean, yeah. Matt, that that gives me a boost die on perception checks, or uh... if you're wearing it, yes. How do I? You have so what, to I just wear. have a breast. Yeah. I have yeah, a breast. It's a prosthetic nose. You just, it fits on top of your nose. <laughs> Hold on. Let me bring out my nose. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Captain, if if I may, these terms are good, but I don't want to insult your, your chieftain or especially your tribe. Are, is there something you could recommend that that he would appreciate and you would find respectful? Well, he like he does like his hmm, ale or spirits, as humans seem to call them. 
However, he does hate dwarven ale right now. So I would not, I, I will forgive your ignorance in offering us the, the drink from the dwarven's teat. Okay, though it pays me to part with it, um, does, does he enjoy uh, elven libations? Mm, yes. Then, though it pays me to part with it, I would like to offer him this, this skin of um, infinite Eldenwood brandy. Ooh. I can think of no more respect to give your tribe than this item I have. That may, that may do well. Well, thank you for your advice, Captain. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you are very polite people. It is best to camp during the night. These creatures tend to hunt more easily at night. And uh, it's best not to make uh, a lot of movement during the night. If you have some sort of way of um, sleeping off the ground, that would be probably preferable. But I shall uh, leave three centaurs with you. Okay, we'll keep them safe for you. Oh, uh, and he calls uh, three centaurs up. And uh, he says, uh, Ferora, Torres, and Inubis, come. We shall see them out of the forest. Take them on the eastern side of the Pine Creek towards Westcliff. If you are successful, you shall have safe passage through these forests anytime you are in need. Captain, thank you. And this is for you. And I, I give him my bottle of Lithuanian wine. Oh, you give him? Oh, okay. All right. Well, that is, uh, he, he bows and uh, he goes, I must be on my way. Safe travels to you all. And uh, he takes most of the pack with him and they head off into the night. All right. Well, you guys sleep well, guys. I climb up in a tree. <laughs> I'll climb up a different tree. Um, I, I'm going to check that my companions are correctly, uh, fastening themselves with rope (laughs) if possible. I would assume they would, or find a good nook in a tree to, to, to sleep in. These are pretty big trees are probably fairly decent to try. He's pretty easy to find a, a good place to sort of sit in a tree. Of course, as my father taught me, I just take a bit of rope uh, and just strap myself a little bit to the branch. It'll be, you know, it'd be uncomfortable if I roll out, but it's also not too tight to restrict. And I was just going to find myself a little nook. A little nook. Kind of wedge myself in a little bit. Where are the, um, our guides? Uh, You don't see them. They sort of, they look at y'all and and see that y'all are sort of getting up in a tree, and then they um, they sort of just disappear into the woods. You you know they're there. Like you can every now and then you'll hear them. One of them like stir, uh, but you do not see them unless you want to try and make a perception check and see where they are. What do, what does a dwarven teeth even look like? <laughs> <laughs> you know, have you ever taken some carpet and like full full of like mush? And then close off the top and just kind of let it droop. 
<laughs> All right. Seriously, Marco, I've been to, I'm from Sandy Harbor. We're a big time town. And one time I got a, a, an eyeful. And let me tell you, six, there's six of them. Uh, that wasn't that wasn't Magra asking the question. That was one of the centaurs in the woods. Oh, <laughs> muttering and asking their companions, "What does a dwarven teeth even look like?" Is it hairy? It's not so much the look; it's the smell. Ooh, does nice. it really produce oh. uh, their 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 fire <laughs> their fire scotch? All right, so you guys sleep through the night. Uh, do, you, do you guys take watches, or are you just guys going to sleep? Uh, Michael would probably stay up for a little bit just to keep an eye on yeah. things, but yeah, we'll take watches. Okay, uh, and you notice that throughout the night, as you guys take turns, they take turns as well. The sort of the first watch, they all watch, and then they each take a turn. And when they do that, um, one of them sort of come into the center and and lay down on the ground, uh, kind of like a horse would, basically. Yes. Uh, so after I got all my gear. Uh, uh, stowed away so it's easy to get to bed down for the night. I climb back down and I can I can roll an athletics check all night long if you want me to. <laughs> um, but I'm going to go up to one of the centaur guards, find them, or at least call up to them and say, hey, you guys like jerky? I made this myself. Uh, one of them goes, you should not you, you should not be here. You should be in the tree. Sleeping. Oh, okay. We are, we are on guard. So you, so you don't like jerky? All right, I'll, t- I'll take my uh, I'll take my alcohol and my jerky. I'll I'll try it. I'll, I'll try it. I'll try a piece. Uh, uh, here, here you go. Here's a couple oh, pieces. Okay. All right. I made it myself. It's crocodile jerk. Ah, uh, what's a what's a crocodile? But n- not too far east from here. It's um, little uh, little like. Are you familiar with the crocodiles? Yes. Imagine a really small one. It's like an size of an armadillo with a, like a little armor. Oh, uh, real, real bad ankle bites, but not, not nothing deadly. Oh, he takes a bite. He spits it out. <laughs> oh, that's, that's disgusting. It's very good jerky. No, that's disgusting. You oh, eat here, this? Take a swig of this. My, my other, <laughs> my other Stein, my other, uh, water skin of, uh, alcohol for him. That's better. That's good. I like that. That's good. Uh, that's right. disgusting. You eat that? Yeah, I love you're, it. You're weird. Well, what do you like? What do you eat? Fresh meat roasted oh. on a fire. Oh, okay. You never tender meat? No. Oh. Well, I'm sorry. I, I thought you'd like it. My, my apologies. <laughs> Have a good night. He nods and goes off patrolling, basically. <laughs> climb back up the tree. Lesson learned. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you tried. <laughs> All right, so you guys uh sleep through the night. Nothing happens. Uh nothing no no altercations occur. Uh y'all wake up and um yeah, yeah, they are ready. Uh they wake you up pretty they actually wake y'all up pretty early. And um the um actually you realize that one of them is actually a uh a woman. She comes up to y'all and goes, "We must be on our way." It is early, but uh, if we are to make the edge of the forest, we must leave soon. How does her fashion look? Is she fashionable? Yeah, kind of tribal. I mean, she's covered up. She's not naked. She's not showing her top. 
Okay. <laughs> you know. I, I make some of my uh, Cacodillo pelts just highly visible. Oh. <laughs> Synth face palms. <laughs> oh, always the tradesman. <laughs> <laughs> I think you catch her eyeing it, but she's like trying to be a good soldier sort of thing. You know, she's uh, making sure that she gets you guys ready and moving because the other two, you know, the other two centaurs look a little impatient. They're like ready to get on the move. They they do not like that they have been sent onto this uh, detachment, and they are not hunting, but they are escorting humanoids out of the forest, basically. Huh. So how many successful ventures into the Forbidden uh, City have you guys done? The Forgotten <laughs> City. This was my first successful venture. I can't believe we made it all the way through. Oh, yes, that seems very impressive. We fought a gargoyle. Ah. I, I, what are they made of? Giant stone winged creatures. Oh, that sounds very interesting. Glutes a mile. <laughs> <laughs> glutes for days. Glutes, glutes for days. <laughs> His wing buffs it so smooth. I know it's not that they're not impressed with you. It's just like this is definitely not their uh, their normal sort of gig. They're much right, this, more. This is not daily life. This is a chore. Yeah, yeah. This is more of a chore. But they are impressed with you guys. That you can definitely tell that they are impressed that you guys ha- say that y'all have been there. So, uh, you guys make your way. Now, let me let me uh, let me make a clarification. Last week, last time, I made a mistake. I had looked at the wrong notes, and uh, it is going to take y'all about a week to get to the Dwarven City. Okay, the note said that they're going to be looking for the army to get there in about five to six days. Okay. So y'all are going to have to figure out a way to try to make up some time. Now with these centaurs helping you guys, if they sort of look at y'all, if y'all are looking for uh, a faster way to get to the Dwarven city, you might be able to find horses in uh, Westcliff. They have been very gracious with their supplies and help towards us. Do they only have horses or do they have camels? What is a camel? You don't know what camels are? Uh, is it is this the the female one? Uh sure. Yeah. I got a camel. They they are a wonderful creature. Kind of like a horse, except for you know, awesome. Uh they instead of of hurty hurty hooves, they have toes. And not only that, they have a big hump on their back that that I don't know. I think it helps them regulate water or just sometimes get uncomfortable, but you can lay back on it like a really uncomfortable pillow. But they are very friendly when they're not spitting or biting at you. You know what? Never mind. I forget to bring it up. But then again, normally I'm kind of uh, scared of your people, but you are quite beautiful. What is your name? I'm sorry. Uh, my name is uh, Ferora, but... Does that mean the ravishing in your na- in your language? <laughs> Uh, my, my crow just in the back of the party just groans. I tell you what, you know what? I'm not gonna decide whether or not this this uh, centaur is uh, single or not. We're just gonna roll for it. She's single. Uh, she blushes a little bit. But is she ready to mingle? <laughs> well, probably not, since y'all are outsiders. So, <laughs> and she has a mission to do. <laughs> So how does she respond? She just uh, yeah. I mean, she she sort of like is taken aback by that. Yeah. Well, hopefully this mission will go well, and we'll have some time to talk on the journey because uh, you are fascinating. <laughs> oh boy! 
All right, are you going to try and you know what? Do you want to try and charm this thing? Uh, this this, this, thing? this whoa, thing? This whoa. thing? I'm sorry. Do you want to try? Matt, do we need to have a discussion about women not being things again? Do you want to try and charm this centaur? Yeah. This GM's planning, I tell you what. Okay. All right. This is not GM's planning. My goodness. I did not expect. I just was like, one female, two males. All right. Make it make it interesting. Did I should have I should always think that Donovan's character is gonna try and romance anything that is a a of the female persuasion. That that is the rogue quality. Is... <laughs> All right. I would normally associate it more with the bard quality, but I guess we don't really have one in the party. No. But I would say yes, that is definitely what a bard would do. I would say this is um uh, going to be a let's say a two purple difficulty. Um, definitely probably throw on a setback die, just considering the circumstances. Um, I think you can add a boost die for your role play, your, your awesome, charming role play. And yeah, that, that, I think that, that would be the difficulty unless you want to add any, they spend a story point or <laughs> it's like always thinking about it. <laughs> I'm more than anything else. I'm trying to remember what I got for a knack for it. Which is not charm. Okay. I think it's perception and something else. Yeah. Okay. No, I got it. Um, you said I have one advantage. Yeah, one boost, one setback, and two purple. Okay, here I go. Oh, I got a success and three advantage. Ah, okay. All right. Yeah, she's definitely uh, being romance. She feels uh, very flattered. Um, she probably is not used to this sort of uh, flattery and uh, flirtation uh, on patrols like this from the other hunters. Well, what I have one quick question for you. Do those two know? And I point to her companions. Know what? Just how lucky they are. Oh. <laughs> uh. Uh, she, she sort of, I think after a while, she, she has to like change positions in the, uh, the escorting party, sort of put some distance there. She doesn't know quite how to handle this. You definitely have, have, uh, left a impression upon her. Uh, I, I would say that, uh, I don't know how you want to spend those advantages, but, but it, well, I mean, can I hold on to them to later for future interactions? Um, I would say, are you saying like you want like an advantage later on? Well, I mean, okay. So this is, this is basically to charm her. Mm-hmm. So if there's, if there's future, future interactions with her that come up, I want to use them there. Sure. I'll, I'll let you, um, I can, I'm going to, I'm going to turn to Leo and just be like, See, well, I guess they're a lot more friendly than I first thought, eh? Take take a couple of my crocodile pelts. Pelts. They're already gone. Oh, they are. Whoa. <laughs> 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 so good, catchy. I don't know what you're talking about. So I have two crocodile pelts. Are you going to give them to her? Oh, I thought they were some sort of weird, you know, fetish thing. Oh, so yeah, uh, you can have um, uh, an advantage, a boost die on your next check in interaction with her. 
Just if it comes up. I'd okay. save that in advance for later. Okay. All right. So make a note of that, and I'll make a note as well. So you guys begin to make your way towards uh, Westcliff. It takes about half the day to get through the forest. Uh, Matt, I'd like to say that for the, I'm guessing for like that half day or whatever, Kachi was seducing this one lady. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, he was. I'd, I'd like, I'd like for Makra to have really bonded with one of the other warriors by not saying anything to one another at all. By not saying anything. Yeah. Warrior like they, they spent the entire journey next to each other in complete silence, but they're like best friends now. <laughs> yeah. It's beautiful. Um, one of the means I was like, she was supposed to be my fiance. <laughs> <laughs> He's like super bummed about it. You see him just kind of wander off a little bit and just look at a ring. He takes out of his pocket and just like throws it off into the forest. Oh, it's like, well, I guess they still have hands. Yeah, they, they could do rings. Yeah, they was, could do I was, rings. I was confused for a second. I was like, wait, centaurs don't have hands? Yes, they do. And there's more places than hands to wear rings. So yeah, so okay, you're gonna you're gonna um, be romancing this centaur throughout the day. I mean, she's just eating up everything you're putting down, Donovan. I mean, she's just you just got her eating out of the palm of your hand. She's just blushing and I'm gathering info about their people and their social economic climate and all this other stuff. Oh boy. Yay. More economics. <laughs> I will ask the other centaur. I'll just, just one question I'll ask them is how Westcliff is doing so close to the shadow hold. Uh, which one do you ask? Uh, probably the, uh, the non-silent one and the non-female one third one <laughs> the non-silent non-female so <laughs> wait i'm trying to keep up and i'm trying to keep up in front i gotcha okay uh yeah uh we'll say that um todaris is sort of like he at first he didn't say a whole lot and you ask about it and he he sort of is i think um a little taken back that you're curious about that um as well it's hard to tell. We don't have too much interaction with them, but they seem to have a... They've sent their doctor and people up to help us uh, heal our sick from the worms. Uh, it's We trade with them every now and then. They seem to have plenty of supplies. It's not that they... Um, it's, it's a tiny town. It's not very big uh, compared to Lithlilian the great elven city it's very small but they're very kind people i think they've had some hardship with the worms or the the abominations as we have come to call them but they seem to be pretty peaceful people uh, trying to make a living you that you've come to call them or are they new oh yes they are new they have only been plaguing us for a couple months now this might be related to the things we're fighting so maybe it's something's riling up these creatures as well, or maybe they're unrelated, but it's mm. the same timeline. They do not seem to be highly intelligent. They are not working with okay. other creatures, I mean to say. They are pack-oriented. The ones you killed were younglings, hatchlings, only a few days old. Well, that's, that would explain why they fell so easily. Or because your GM sucks. <laughs> I don't want to tell him my GM sucks. It's 
what happens when you tell the GM they sucks, then that's when the rock falls and everybody dies. That that's when you get three reds for sweeping up a bar. <laughs> Who is what is a GM? <laughs> it could be. We don't, like I said, have much relations with them other than trading for supplies every now and then. And uh they have sent us quite a few um supplies to help us with uh our sick and wounded. We've lost many, many of our people to these creatures. Hmm. As to the overall well-being of the city, I'm not sure. If you centaurs could have anything you needed right now, what would it be from from your neighbors? A way to end this ordeal. I'll think about that, see if we can help in any way. It would be greatly appreciated. We would be uh, forever in your debt. And I truly mean that. I'm sorry we're on a time crunch, but we have nothing to go, nowhere to go but west once we're done. Okay, you guys uh, spend the rest of the day. Uh, it takes about half the day to get through the forest. Um, they lead you th- uh, on a very well-trodden path. And you realize, like, man, had you not um, gone on this path and not taken you on this path, y'all very well could have gotten lost very quickly in certain parts of this forest. Like, most of it's pretty well-maintained, but there are parts of it that, like, get really thick. And so they're able to get you out about, I'd say, probably, y'all woke up pretty early in the morning, and they're able to get you out pretty quickly, about half day. It's going to take you about the rest of the day to get to Westcliff, basically. So as you guys part, um, they all wish you well. Uh, Ferrara sort of comes up to you, Kachi, and uh, gives you sort of her farewell uh, she doesn't, you know, she's not going to give you a kiss. <laughs> I don't know if that's what you're looking for. Uh, but, uh, yeah, she, I think, you know, sort of comes up and wishes you well on your journey. Uh, I know we uh, are not. In the meantime, do you have anything for me to just remember our encounter by? Do you want to spend an advantage to for her to give you something? Yeah. Uh, okay. She gives you, what would a centaur give a human? Like a braided bracelet. That's or... what I'm thinking. Like a braided bracelet or something. She gives you her bracelet and then pulls out from her satchel like a a a, a freshly skinned squirrel and hands it to you. Dung cakes for uh for for easy fire starting. <laughs> Dung <Homemade>. cakes. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I made these myself. So I she bows to you. Uh, the guy you've been talking to, uh, Leo, he looks at you and goes, it is rumor that from the, the people of Westcliff that the uh, eastern road to the Dwarven city has become a little treacherous. Uh, I would advise you not to travel at night. These creatures seem to be able to move more stealthily at night. Uh, try and avoid any major commotions that you make. Um, if you can Find horses, you'll be able to outrun them. But if you're unable to secure a horse, uh, it would be best to travel only by day. We might need to actually travel across a couple nights to get there sooner. Um, do you think that would be possible? Straight through the nights. If you deal with the worm situation, yes. If not, it will be very treacherous. Our people only move during the day. Oh, if Unless we have to. You're referring to the worms, so yes. the, um, the, sources, the sources on our way. 
I mean, it would be slightly out of the way. Westcliff is somewhat southeast instead of northeast. But um, if you are able to find horses, you should be able to get there in just a few days rather than, uh, well, let's see. It's probably a five-day journey from Westcliff to the city. So probably could cut that down. And if we took care of the worms? Uh, if you took care of the worms and traveled during the night, you could get there probably in maybe two days. So two days or two days. Okay. If I mean two days or three days if you're traveling only by day. It it just depends on what you we don't travel that road very much anymore. It's sort of hard to give you exact days and times. Also, we're not like horses. We can run a little faster and longer than, than they can. So for us it's a little hard to do the uh math, I guess you could say, for oh. creatures we, such we, as you. Well, in Sandy Harbor, we used to have races with humans and horses. Um, and every every time, uh, <laughs> humans won. Oh, you, you might not believe me, but if it's Were twenty they... miles, if it's twenty miles or more, the humans will win. If it's a short race, the horses will win. Um, the silent one, uh, Seth, sort of just looks at you and nods and walks off into the forest. Makramot wipes a little tear from his eye. <laughs> All right, so they bid you farewell, and uh, you guys are you guys going to head to Westcliff and try and deal with these worms, or are you guys going to head to Dol Gordul? Let's take care of the worms. What will be will be. Besides, I got the bracelet. I would love to take care of the worms. It sounds like if we're able to, but we we should be able to. Let's let's give it a shot. We took care of the baby ones just fine. Yeah, I am a little worried about those just being babies. They they were pretty easy, but but adult ones, I mean, probably better managed by the GM. <laughs> or maybe they're just beefier. <laughs> so y'all guys head to Westcliff and um you get there and you start coming into town and really like the the trip from the forest to the town is actually pretty decent travel it's it's pretty flat it's kind of like um plains land um very grassy very level uh there's some some spruce trees here and there it's not too uh or i wouldn't say spruce but like evergreen trees uh sporadically throughout your journey um it's pretty, like I said, pretty flat land, and uh, definitely no, you don't see anybody out here. You may see a few creatures, uh, a few animals, some deer, maybe, maybe a bear or two, uh, a few birds here and there. No owls. I know Raytheon isn't here, but thank goodness, we would definitely carry on that vendetta. In <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so you guys finally come to this town, and you finally see a small town up ahead on uh finally actually you come to as close as you get you actually see the sort of a a worn path almost like a dirt dusty uh road almost and uh you finally see the the town on the horizon it is definitely smaller than three oaks uh but a little bit larger than than Wondermare. it's not quite the the tiny fishing village has probably at least double the 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 buildings uh at least from this very first uh glance at the town 
uh, double the buildings that the little fishing village had. So it's it's definitely a bigger village, uh, definitely a little bit bigger. And uh, you notice two trees on either side of the road in front of sort of a wooden arch. You can kind of tell that this seems to be sort of a, a wooden fence around this town as well. And there's a, a wooden arch with a sign on it. It says, welcome to Westcliff. And uh, you really, you notice too that uh, you guys are, are sort of the season is changing. The trees are changing color. Uh, as you come to town, you see a little more, Hardwood trees, some oaks and uh, maples as well, not just uh, evergreen trees around here. Underneath a very large oak tree uh, <clears throat> at the entrance of the, the city, as you draw closer, you see an elderly individual messing with some sort of water contraption. And as you come to it, there's uh, <laughs> you notice that there's water coming out of this, and he's putting dirt in it sort of funneling dirt through this water trough. And there's a little bit of a, some kind of bucket that he's pouring this water into. And a few tumbleweeds blow uh, across as this old timer looks up from this magical water contraption. Uh, and uh, he looks up and sees you guys and sort of a little, little surprised. Not too terribly surprised, but he does seem a little taken back that you guys are here. And and uh, sort of smiles and goes, well, howdy, strangers. Welcome to Westcliff, the biggest gold mining town east of Valeria. If you're looking to make it rich, don't come here. Content of this podcast remains property of the Hazardous Casual Podcast. Genesis Troll Playing Game, Genesis Logo, and Realm Taranoff, property of Venice Supply Games. Any content used from Genesis Foundry belongs to their respective owners. The hilarious setting and setting book is property of the Hazardous Casual Podcast.